We're podcasting from the Edwin Cardinal O'Brien Pastoral Center in Washington, D.C., home base for the Archdiocese for the Military Services. I'm Public Affairs Officer Taylor Henry, and today I am talking with Father Tom Hoare, a member of the Society of St. Edmund and a contract priest at the submarine base at New London, Connecticut. Welcome, Father. Thanks. It's nice to be here. Um, Give us a little background. Tell me about how did you become a priest? How did you enter the order of St. Edmund? And uh, how in the world did you become a contract priest for the military? Uh, It's a long and uh, winding uh, story. I went to school at St. Michael's College in Vermont as a a pre-med major. And while I was there, I met the Society of St. Edmund. And as a kid, I had always thought about being a priest. But this was back in the in the late '60s, and you know, um, not a lot of people were going into the seminary, and there's a lot of turmoil and stuff. But uh, I fell in love with uh, the Society of Saint Edmund, and so after my second year uh, there, uh, I went to novitiate, and eventually uh, professed uh, as a member of the Society of Saint Edmund. Um, finished my uh, college degree at Saint Michael's College, then went on to uh, uh, seminary at the uh, University of St. Michael's College in Toronto, Canada. Uh, I got an uh, MA at Fordham uh, University. And then I went to work at St. Michael's College. And I, and I loved the work uh, in, in campus ministry. But then my superior general thought it would be uh, good for me to go off to uh, graduate school. So I went to uh, Michigan State, where I got a PhD in uh, student development. Um, and, uh, and my thought was that I would work in higher education uh, for the most, uh, most of my career. Uh, and when I was finishing off my degree at Michigan State, they suggested that uh, I go to somebody else to make all my mistakes before coming back to, to St. Michael's College and to the community. So I was put on loan to the um, Christian Brothers in uh, Memphis, Tennessee, and I became the vice president of student affairs in, in, uh, in Memphis. And while I was there, um, a, uh, one of the priests that worked for me, was uh, uh, Carol Wheatley, had just signed up to become a reserved uh, Navy officer. And uh, uh, I was invited to a, a dining in for the 200th, and I think, third anniversary of the, uh, the chaplain's court. And I met the chief uh, uh, Navy chaplains, and... And he was a Boston priest, and I grew up uh, just south of Boston, and he was trying to convince me to sign up. And I had just finished school. I just got my degree, just got the, this new position. And I said to him, well, you know, I'm, I'm working in uh, college and university work. I said, if you can uh, uh, post me to uh, uh, Annapolis and, and let me in uh, as a Navy captain, I'll sign up. And he kind of chuckled. He said, I get you, maybe as a, a lieutenant commander, but not as a... So, um, but I would, I, I would go out to Millington uh, uh, Bay, the, the Naval Air Station there, and, and cover for the, the chaplain, I'd say, mass uh, on weekends for him. Uh, and eventually I went back to uh, Vermont and ended up coming to Mystic Connecticut as the director of the uh, retreat ministry. Um, we have an island, uh, Enders Island in Mystic. And I got a, I got a call from a, a Navy chaplain and asked me if... Uh, if I had room for him to for him to live with me, because he was being uh, uh, assigned as uh, command chaplain at uh, uh, Subbase New London, and uh, Father Joseph uh, Koch is a um, a commander. 
And so he lived with me for uh, for three years at the retreat center. And when he was leaving, he said, "You know, they're not going. They don't have another Catholic priest to assign to the sub base. Would you be willing to go and say mass?" I said, "Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll go say mass there." So uh, they they sent me up a contract for ten hours a month. <laughs> uh, and little did I know, if you build it, they will come. Well, you start, you know, um, uh, caring for people and getting involved in the life of the community. I was doing about uh, fifteen hours a, a, a week. So for the last 10 years, maybe, I've been the pseudo-pastor of the uh, uh, Catholic community at Subbase New London. And it's been a, it's been a wonderful opportunity. And, uh, uh, and I got to, you know, ride a sub. I've, uh, I've gone out on a, a, a um, uh, missile cruiser. I've uh, uh, covered for one of the chaplains down at uh, Guantanamo Bay when he went on retreat. Uh, and it's been a, it's really been a kind of an interesting uh, little journey. So what was it like riding a sub? Well, it was a great experience. Uh, I, I went out with uh, Admiral uh, uh, Breckenridge, who was uh, uh, commander of uh, subgroup two. Who's now a, he's, a, he's a vice admiral. But uh, I went out with him on an inspection tour, and we we spent a week on the uh, on on the sub, and I got to to see an awful lot of uh, the uh, activities of this uh, of the you know the sub and in the life of the, the the sailors. The thing that I found uh, really fascinating was that there is no private space. There's a you know a very small bunk, uh, you know they call them coffin uh, uh, racks. Uh, uh, because it's uh, it's just about six feet long, and uh, and you maybe have about eighteen inches, and under it you have a a, a space to put your uh, personal um, belongings. And there's three. I was in a in a six man uh, uh, unit, uh, and and you just realize that they have no personal space because the sub doesn't have a lot of extra room, uh, and so. Uh, I, I I would notice uh, some of the uh, enlisted uh, men, um, you know, sitting under tables or uh, tucked away in corners, reading, uh, uh, listening to uh, you know their uh, electronic devices, um, uh, doing homework, preparing for their ratings, uh, trying to find some place to have personal space, and, I, and that was the thing that I found. Absolutely amazing. The other thing is that I found uh, really um, very inspiring is that uh, it is a community uh, that is, in many senses, an educational community because someone is always learning something, somebody's always teaching something. Uh, the, they're always working for the uh, betterment of the crew, the betterment of uh, of the individual. But uh, there are there are challenges. The submarines are legendary for their good food. It was okay. I, you know, I, it was okay. Yeah, I wouldn't say, I, I, I wouldn't make reservations uh, to eat there, but it was okay. Did you find yourself claustrophobic? No, not really. Um, uh, sometimes a little bit bored, but uh, not, never claustrophobic. Um, I did get to go out on a missile cruiser once, and uh, I did a parish retreat. I did a kind of a a Lenten mission. I, I had a friend who was a Baptist uh, 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 chaplain, and he invited me to come to a Lenten uh, uh, retreat, and I spent a week with them. And uh, the first day I got there, they announced that there was a uh, Catholic mass 
a mass at uh, 1700 hours and uh, people heard not Catholic mass, but they heard captain's mast and, uh, you know, the disciplinary thing. And when they announced that everybody was welcome, that was kind of an odd thing that uh, everybody would be uh, welcome to the captain's mast. And we showed up and, uh, and it was uh, standing room only in this, uh, in this big room, people uh, in the, in the, in the corridors, you know, waiting to get in. And when they found out it was Catholic mass, a religious service, people kind of just uh, slunk away. But it was a great opportunity to, um, uh, I would give two talks a day, and we'd have mass every day for uh, for five days uh, while we uh, did exercises off of uh, the Pacific. And what ship was this? The USS uh, Lake Champlain. And you were out in the Pacific? We are out in the Pacific, yeah. And the Champ- uh, Champlain was uh, interesting because uh, uh, St. Michael's College, where I, uh, I went as an undergraduate, where my community is headquartered, and where I worked at St. Michael's College is located right on the shores of uh, Lake Champlain. Conducting a retreat on a guided missile frigate. Uh-huh. Guided missile cruiser. Cruiser. My, First I've ever heard of that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I see, I had, a, had a, my friend... Um, uh, uh, Sean uh, Kennedy is a Baptist minister, and he was at Subbase in London, and we got to be really good friends. And then he got uh, posted out in San Diego on on the on the Champlain, and he kept saying, well, I, "Most of my guys on the on the ship here are Catholic. What do I do with them?" And so I would kind of give him little uh, uh, things that he could do, and then he said, "Would you ever be willing to come out and do a a, a, a retreat?" He says, "I know you do retreats all the time." And he asked the captain, and the captain was thrilled because the captain was a was a acting active Catholic, and so uh, they had me. Uh, I flew out to San Diego, got on the ship, and we went out. Uh, and while they did their thing, uh, you know, I would have I would ma- uh, retreat in mass. And you spent some time at Guantanamo Bay. I did. Father Keith Shuley, who uh, when he was uh, chaplain of the Coast Guard Academy, lived with uh, with us at St. Edmund's Retreat. I I, I run. St. Edmund's Retreat, which is a Catholic retreat ministry on a small island in, um, uh, right off the coast of uh, Connecticut, Mystic, Connecticut, where we're attached by causeway to another island, attached by a causeway. But uh, Keith came and, and, and lived with us. And so he's now down in, in Guantanamo Bay. And I was talking to him one day, and he says, you know, I'd love to come up and go to the uh, Archdiocesan uh, Retreat for Priests. Uh, but I, I can't leave here until I can get somebody to come. So there's a retreat in, in January, and so I said, I'll come down. So I went down for uh, 12 days, and he was able to come home, go to the retreat, and then spend some time visiting with his mother. What so it, was, gave me, it gave me a great opportunity. What was Guantanamo like? Uh, fascinating. fascinating. You, when people hear about Guantanamo, they think just of the prison. But it's a, it's a really vibrant... Uh, 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 military uh, uh, community, and there's a great Catholic community there. Uh, there were at least 300, 350 people at mass on on the weekends that I, uh, I was there. I gave I gave a a, a day long retreat to the uh, to the high school kids, and I did a day uh, retreat for the for the women. And I had a couple of sessions with the RCIA, and it was just a it's a, a wonderful, vibrant uh, uh, community, and it's made up. The Catholic community there is made up of uh, active duty uh, personnel, their families, 
contractors and their families, and then uh, third, I think what they call third-party nationals, people who live on the base um, and do a lot of the service work. Um, so it was, it was a good, uh, vibrant uh, experience. Let's get back to the submarines. You, how long were you underwater on the sub? Uh, we were under for uh, six, almost six days. And your work day in and day out is working with, I think you and the Navy call them submariners, right? Not submariners. Submariners, right. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting. Uh, my principal work is uh, I, I work doing retreat work. And uh, a lot of the work I do is with people uh, uh, in recovery. Uh, I have uh, on, the, on the island where I live, the St. Edmunds Retreat, uh, Enders Island, we have a recovery community of uh, a dozen young guys in their 20s uh, who are, are, have gone through rehab and are now trying to reestablish their lives. Alcohol? Alcohol, drugs, um, all, all sorts of addictions. Are these servicemen? Uh, n- no, uh, they're, they're not servicemen, but I've had servicemen. Um, and so uh, I deal with, uh, with this age group you know, from my college work from this kind of work. And what I'm seeing uh, as a real challenge for the, the, for the Navy community is uh, um, addiction to um, gaming, um, uh, uh, the Internet, and pornography. And I, and I think uh, pornography is becoming a rapidly uh, uh, invasive addiction into the, uh, into the life of, uh, of active duty uh, uh, Sailor. I deal with sailors, but I suspect it, it crosses, uh, you know, different uh, the different services. Uh, it's and it's and it's really uh, difficult uh, to deal with. I, I've seen I've seen marriages uh, uh, break up. I've seen uh, uh, people not be able to have uh, uh, healthy relationships. I um, I go to. Uh, out to Leavenworth uh, about twice a year to visit a young guy uh, who was a submariner uh, who was uh, convicted uh, because he had pornography on his um, uh, top secret um, computer. And, uh, you know, he had a lot of it. So he's, he's got a, uh, an extensive um, uh, prison term. Prison term. And, and unfortunately, his mother is elderly, the rest of the family and his friends have abandoned him. Uh, and so I go out twice a year to visit with him. But you can see where this kind of addictive uh, behavior is really causing uh, problems. You know, it's easy to, to talk about uh, addictions to alcohol and drugs, uh, but addiction to uh, pornography and gaming is, is something that is having a really destructive effect in the lives of, of a lot of people. And, and you and you take a, a young person, you put them on a, on a, on a, on a submarine, or you put them in an isolating uh, situation, uh, and they uh, will uh, turn to this kind of stuff for comfort. And, and I've seen it uh, destroy marriages. I've seen it, uh, as, a, as I said, uh, uh, you know, destroy careers. Uh, and how do you deal with it? You try to uh, show uh, the, the, the person you're dealing with what is happening in their lives because of this? And you can, and they can say, "Well, I'm not. I can put it down." Say, okay, put it down for a month. Don't use that uh, that gaming uh, uh, program, and don't use that pornography for a month. 
and tell and be honest with me. Tell me, can you uh, can at the end of the month did you survive the month? And most of the time they'll say no. So then you start uh, trying to introduce them into the the principles of the twelve steps. You know, uh, I don't think right now there is a uh, a twelve step community of uh, you know for pornography, but there's certainly a twelve step community for uh, sexual addictions. Uh, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure because I'm not a psychologist. I got uh, degrees, but I'm not sure I'm a psychologist. Whether uh, it is a sexual addiction or it's an addiction uh, to the uh, the kind of the images and the uh, uh, the electronic in images. So, but I, but I think it's a much more complicated thing than we're understanding. And I think there's a real opportunity for the uh, for the church to minister and to bring healing. Because when, you, when you're talking about this, uh, you're really talking about the fundamental ministry of Jesus. Jesus, Jesus brought hope and healing uh, to the people. And, and, and the good news is that uh, Christ has come uh, that we might live in a, with a sense of freedom, uh, freedom and hope. Um, and I've, I've met uh, um, uh, priests who, who write it off just, well, it's a mortal sin. You know, I'm not sure. That it is. I, what I know it's a serious matter, but I think the addictive nature of it is so uh, 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 profoundly destructive that it's more than just a, a, a conscious, uh, um, a sinful act. I think, uh, you know, I think it's uh, it really is uh, rises to the level of addiction. What do you think has led to the increase in the? exposure to pornography is it because it's so readily available? I think on the so. Internet? I think I think it's readily available. I think. Uh, that uh, kids are, are being introduced to it uh, at very young ages, uh, and I think that the the whole electronic um, uh, stimulation and, the, and you know the viewing of electronic images in itself is a, has an addictive component to it. So I think it, there's a myriad of uh, of issues uh, going on. Um, you know, people thought, well, it's a it's a harmless uh, you know habit that you uh, uh, you know will grow out of. And I'm finding that people aren't growing out of it. I think they're growing deeper and deeper into the uh, the clutches of it. So I, I think it's something that we need to be uh, able to talk about and to deal with. Uh, but I've never heard a, a, a priest talk about it from the pulpit. I, I do, and uh, because I, I see the destructive nature of it, and, and we have to talk about uh, how addictions overall are, are robbing people of, of, of healthy, balanced, holy, joyful, peaceful uh, lives. Do you find any other sins or uh, afflictions that submariners face? These guys are under a lot of pressure. They're away for, like others in the Navy, six months at a time, but mm -hmm. they can be underwater for six months at a time. Yeah, they come up every now and then to get some air. I think, but uh, you know, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't say. I think there's challenges. I think they have many challenges interpersonal communications and uh, and uh, and making that transition. You know, uh, as any combat uh, uh, unit makes when they come home, uh, and and so um, you know, having um, uh, healthy relationships. And that's the challenge, I think, for the for the submarine communities. They don't have chaplains on 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 board. You know, uh, in all the surface ships, you have chaplains. Uh, in the uh, 
and the submarines you have you know lay leaders uh, who will gather the Catholic community or the Protestant community together to to pray on Sundays, uh, but you don't have chaplains, uh, and and so I think uh, it's a it's an area where uh, uh, the church needs to find way, uh, ways to uh, I don't know reach in and, and touch their their hearts. We you know when they're when they're on shore duty, uh, or when the uh, the boat is tied up and they come up to the to the chapel, uh, you know you have have opportunities. Um, but I know a lot of uh, I have, a, I have a, a friend that's a master chief. He's a, a, a independent duty uh, corpsman, uh, one of the holiest men I've ever met, and I'll, and he's he's a he's a navy chief, master chief, um, and he uh, he tries to. Um, um, not only live his faith, but to help the the junior enlisted men um, uh, make their spiritual life uh, um, real, and I think that's that's a real challenge. How do we how do we evangelize and catechize and comfort and inspire uh, uh, these various uh, uh, you know military units? Father Tom Hoare a contract priest at the submarine base in New London, Connecticut, a member of the Society of St. Edmund. Thank you so much for talking to me today. Oh, you're quite welcome. And if you want to uh, see more about our retreat ministry uh, at endersisland.com, E-N-D-E-R-S island, endersisland.com, uh, it's a uh, wonderful place to, to get away and to, uh, to pray.